Welcome to the Wildly Worthy Podcast, where we teach you how to raise your self-worth and your net worth. Hey, I'm Nikki. I used to be super anxious and insecure until I started taking control of my life. Now I'm an entrepreneur who travels the world for fun, always looking for my next adventure. Each week, I'll share with you how you can grow your belief in yourself, learn how to overcome your fears, and create a life that you love. You are wildly worthy of all that you desire. I'm so happy that you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today we have Jessica Jovanovich. She is the founder of Best Life Coaching, an international mindset and manifestation coach, top network marketer, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. She specializes in helping individuals move from limitation to possibility and consciously create the life and business of their dreams. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited for you to share with us. Will you start and tell us how you got started doing this? What brought you to manifestation coaching? Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) My pleasure. I'm happy to be here. And, you know, anytime we can jam about manifestation, like Mm -hmm. I love it, but that's not like how that wasn't a big part of my life. Sometimes people think if you're in manifestation now, you must've grown up. No, it was Mm -hmm. quite the opposite, like almost a taboo word, this uh, manifestation. It seemed very like woo woo and witchcraft and, and just mystical. And Mm. that's not how I grew up, but kind of like how this came into my life. Like, I guess there's two parts, but like the quick version is I, I grew up with a lot of drive and determination, but I really believed that I was limited by circumstances, that Mm. there were some things that were just circumstantial. And so I got to make the best of it. And then like other areas of my life, great. I could use that drive and determination, um, to move forward. And so we fast forward childhood and then I'm in adulthood and I fly to London for a weekend trip, a a solo trip. And it was there that I was alone with my thoughts really for the first time in a long time. I couldn't hide or run anymore. And I was sitting there in silence and realized just how trapped I really was in my life. But after that, thought process and being there alone, I realized that it was actually me keeping myself trapped, not the circumstances. And so Mm -hmm. this created this drive and this hunger to redesign my life. And I went home and hit the ground running and began to consciously and intentionally create a life that I am now in love with. And so really shifting from that limitation into possibility. And I saw this as an ongoing pattern. It's something I used in my business, in my first network marketing, my first business as a network marketer, shifting from limitation into possibility and seeing how that brought results in my business and to my team with that same, that same concept, like these limits that are self-imposed. So how can we shift into possibility and operate in our power? And a big part of that is manifestation. Manifestation is simply creating your life where whether you're doing it consciously or not, you are always manifesting. So it was bringing in this intentionality piece that helps us step from that limitation into the possibility. Mm, Okay. There's so much there. (laughs) I'm like writing notes furiously as you're talking, but the one, like the one thing that kept hitting for me is like, it wasn't like you felt trapped, you felt stuck, but it was kind of of your own design. Like you were limiting yourself, Mm -hmm. right? That's what you felt like. And then also 
that manifestation is like woo woo witchcraft. And I feel like you, when you talk about manifestation, you make it more down to earth. I don't know if that's the right word, but more attainable. Like, okay, I don't have to be like a magical being to manifest and create this life. Um, so tell me what, what was the thing that happened in London? You, you know, you sat down and you, you got, you felt trapped and you were there. So like, was there one specific thing or was it just, I'm alone. You didn't have, you know, anyone else around you, no one else to take care of. You were by yourself. Uh, can you just go a little bit deeper on that? For sure. I'd love to. In fact, the timing of this is funny because just yesterday I had a flashback, uh, like a memory on Facebook Mm. that I had posted. I don't know. It's on this day (laughs) years ago, but it was a post that I was reflecting of the three years prior Mm. that I had flown to London that day. What I thought was going to be this fun solo trip to a city I'd always wanted to explore. And I brought my Mm -hmm. camera. That's what I did pre pre network marketing, pre coaching. I was big into photography. And so I'm like, I'm taking my camera. I'm going to explore. The kids are at home. I don't have to worry about anything. And it was this contrast, this like enthusiasm for going on this trip. And then I got Mm -hmm. there and I'm in this city and it was, I couldn't run away from myself. Mm, (laughs) I could could change locations. I could step away from the chaos sort of, but we're always, always, always left with ourselves. And so it was like this strong contrast where then I'm in London and I'm going through these things that I'd wanted to do, like this play I wanted to go to and I'm going visiting the museums. And I, I kept feeling different than I thought that trip was going to feel. Mm. And so little by little, I started to see that, that I was off course in my life, that it was Mm -hmm. me. It wasn't I, it was no longer, could I point my fingers to like the relationship, the marriage, Mm -hmm. the, the chaos, none of that, because wherever I go, there I am. And I was feeling those same things that I just had more silence to sit in it. There was a moment though, I was sitting in a play waiting for a play to start. And there was this stranger next to me who was also on a solo trip. And Mm -hmm. she had part of what was so incredible about this is she was telling me all the things that it took for her to get to London. Like it took her days of travel. I, I need to look up and see exactly like, where's the opposite end of the world. <laughs> yeah, That's where she lives. But it's this dream place where she lives, but she didn't want it to limit her for travel. She was like the opposite of me. She was the opposite. She was like, oh yeah, here's all these circumstances. And so I created my life anyway. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's all these obstacles I overcame and I am thriving anyway. And so it was kind of like the icing on the cake where I'd been the universe like set me up perfectly, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to have this wonderful trip. I'm feeling the opposite. I'm thinking I'm going to be rejuvenated. And instead I'm realizing that I'm, I'm the problem. Uh, (laughs) I'm the creator of my experience. And then the icing on the cake, having this lady share her life story and, and even just down to the logistics of her traveling, how this, the circumstances were not about to limit her life or her experience. And so that was kind of the culmination where I thought my life is off course. Hmm. I, I am outside of my power. And if I want things to change, it's up to me. And it was like this line in the sound sign line in the sand moment. Like truly when that plane landed back in Boise, Idaho, I, my life was never the same again. 
I, I just knew I would never, ever, ever go back to that old way. It, it would hurt more to stay in that same pattern. And so I had to turn forward and figure out how to create a new life for myself. And that meant that I had to take back my power. I had to figure out how to design. I had to figure out how to heal. It was a very inward journey, Mm -hmm. not trying to control or manipulate the external people Mm -hmm. or circumstances. It was, it was about me. Oh, I got chills. (laughs) I'm so with this. I was about to clap, but I can't clap a microphone. Um, (laughs) Be really loud. Subtle snap, <laughs> snap, snap. Um, yeah, I have poetry readings. Yes, <laughs> I love this so much. Um, because this podcast is called Wildly Worthy, right? It's all about like everything is inside of you that you need to make this happen, and like overcoming the outside circumstances, like the stranger that you met in London, like who who traveled, who knows how long, probably twenty four hours to get there. And she's still there and she made it work. So I love, I love this. Like we could talk about this forever. I want to hear what are some beginning steps that you took or someone else could take if they are feeling like this, feeling stuck, trapped in their lives, like they have no control and they want to take back control of their lives and start creating their best life. Yeah. So, you know, when I go back to that point in time, The number one thing that I did that has continued to serve me forever is taking responsibility for my life. Mm -hmm. And I call it this radical responsibility where it, it hurt. Like at the time I was in a a difficult marriage, you know, I was in difficult scenarios and circumstances with a lot of different areas of my life. And it's really easy when we have a lot of chaos in our life to point fingers And Mm -hmm. no one would fault you for it, right? Like anybody can have evidence of why somebody else or something else is a limitation or in the wrong, but radical responsibility is about taking ownership of my, my side, cleaning up my side of the street, taking responsibility Mm -hmm. for how I show up, the energy I contribute to my reality. And a step further than that is it's not just doing what you say you're going to do or owning how you're showing up. It's also taking responsibility for the, uh, the meaning that I attach to things. Mm. So having this great grand awareness of Mm -hmm. how I'm showing up, but then also what am I making that mean? Am I making it mean that I suck? Am I making it mean that Mm. I can't ever move forward? Am I making it mean that I'm broken or am I making it mean something that can serve me and help me move forward, but it's all internal. And so with the theme of the podcast of wildly worthy, this is essential. You know, Mm -hmm. we are wildly worthy because we are period. We don't have to earn it. We don't uh, work for it. We can't lose it. But when we aren't taking that radical responsibility for our, for our thoughts and our energy and who we are, we can so easily slip into thinking that our worth is something that is contingent upon our, Mm -hmm. our, how we show up or what somebody else thinks of us or accomplishments, achievements. And, and that doesn't ever, that doesn't put us in a cycle of moving forward. That just gets us caught in a cycle of never enoughness and this hustle and this grind. And so that radical responsibility, I think was the biggest thing that changed my life Mm. because then I couldn't, I, I could not deceive myself anymore. I couldn't go back to the girl I was before I went to London. I couldn't step back over that line in the sand 
because that radical responsibility piece became so crucial. And then the second part to like soften it up a little bit is, is, is knowing what you do want, because if this is like wherever we are in our life, like my life is a lot different now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the heaviness that it did Mm -hmm. back then, but wherever we are, no matter what we would rate the heaviness level, you know, we want to be aware of what we do want, not just aware of what we don't want. Sometimes Mm. we think if I just push against this situation, then it'll go away. If I just hate it enough, if I just resist it enough, but that's where understanding manifestation is so key because we're essentially magnets and the way we show up that tells the universe, like it's just, it's a, a wavelength and we will draw to us that same vibration. So when we're pushing against and our energy is in that, we are actually attracting more of what we're pushing against. We're repelling what we do want mm. because we're focused on what we don't want. So a great thing that softens up the, 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 <laughs> the heaviness of the conversation is yeah. having that vision of what you do want, allowing yourself to dream. And even if it seems ridiculous, like I remember even laughing at myself. I remember writing things in a journal and then like wanting to lock it away. Cause I would, I was like, what if I died? I would never want anyone to know what I was wanting to create because my life right now is this. Everyone would say is impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone would say this is ridiculous. And, but that it takes a little bit of courage, but you know, when you've got mm-hmm. that radical responsibility matched with that vision, it, it creates this motion. We want that forward momentum, not just ideas, not just thoughts, not just, oh, that would be nice. We want to get into that forward energy. Mm, okay. So much. <laughs> you said that about uh, writing down things. And I have had that thought so many times, like with my journals, I'm like, what if I die and people see this? <laughs> <laughs> my parents are going to read this. My sister's going to read this. Like, I'm going to be so embarrassed, but then I'm like, well, I won't be here. So I guess not. It It doesn't matter. What are they going to do? (laughs) Publish into a book? Then I'll be a published author, right? Right. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for speaking that out loud because I've had that thought so many times, like worrying about it. Um, But I want to go back to radical responsibility that you talked about. And I think a big part of that is taking back your power in your life, rather than just being a victim of circumstances of other people. And I know in my life, I have been in that place. I've been like, oh, well, I'm stuck in this job or, oh, well, you know, I'm single. So, you know, like all these, excuse me, all these things that I felt like I had no power over. And I love that you're talking about radical responsibility and getting over that. So help us like, give me a little exercise or something somebody could do to kind of lean into that radical responsibility. Like, yeah, I'm responsible for myself, but what does that look like? And what does that mean? Yeah. So I think a great exercise is to become familiar with what is going around an autoplay in your mind, because prior to this line in the sand moment for me, I didn't really realize how, how limiting I was to myself. And when I say limiting, that's where I'm giving my power away to circumstance. I'm saying, um, I'm being victim of circumstance or Mm -hmm. saying whether 
and it's usually not consciously, but like, oh, that thing isn't possible for me because X, Y, and Z. And these are things that we've decided throughout our life or someone told us or kind of impressed upon us. And we've just taken them as truth. And when we start to become aware of them, then we can question it. And just mm-hmm. asking yourself, like, is this actually true? Like a hundred percent. And then a tricky thing is you can be like, well, how could the opposite be true? Mm-hmm. And that is where it's really cool because our brains are just evidence seeking machines. Mm-hmm. And so you will start to see that there's a little bit of a lapse in, um, there's some holes in what yeah. we believed to be true. So when we match that with the radical responsibility, then we are having ownership of our thoughts of understanding what we are saying all the time on, on autoplay. And so we can begin to say, that's not even true. Like, why, mm-hmm. why am I dwelling there? And that allows us to then consciously redirect. We can, we can consciously pivot where we want to go instead. And, you know, the, the cool thing about that is it, it really truly moves us into possibility when we can mm-hmm. use that radical responsibility to question what we believed is true before that's been holding us back. Yeah. You know? Then we can move into possibility, which allows us to just create more and more and more possibilities. So if we're in a victim state of mind, which I have so been there for like a lot mm-hmm. of your life. Oh, and, yeah. and so the a great thing is don't, don't fault yourself for it. Like that's one thing <laughs> that we do, mm-hmm. like we get aware and then we're, we kick our ass for being, for being in victimhood for mm-hmm. however long. And that doesn't serve us. Like we just got to observe and say, oh, okay. I'm creating my own line in the sand today. And I'm going to choose again. So, I mean, as far as exercises, this is just, you could do this in the form of journaling. You can do this in the form of driving in the car and having a monologue. If you want to speak it outwardly, you can, whatever is a way of expression is a powerful way just to kind of increase that awareness. I am a big fan of journaling though, because shit comes on the paper that you like don't even really <laughs> run around in our head. Like we, yes. we know, and then you start journaling it and it's like, oh, huh, cool. Didn't know that was there. <laughs> Great, let's clean that up. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay, so good. I just clapped again, sorry. Um, <laughs> Snap, 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 snap. Good job. Okay. So now that we know what we don't want, you're talking about being, we're magnets, we're vibrations, we're, you know, yeah, magnet, vibrational beings. Uh Let's talk about knowing what you do want and how to call that in, how to get on that wavelength or that vibration and be the person who gets what she wants. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, this is like, this is manifestation in a nutshell. Mm. It's focusing on what you want and being that version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we when we realize, okay, I already know what I don't want, then it's pretty easy to just kind of change some of the verbiage and lean into what we do want. Mm-hmm. That is great. We're usually very aware of what we don't want. But then once we've identified it, the and this is why I, okay. So let me say this. Cause we talked about with manifestation, how people think it's mystical mm-hmm. and I did. And then I started just experiencing these things in my life that are now I use this language of manifestation for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I use these words, you guys can like plug it back in your life and be like, Oh, that's what I was doing. Oh, I get it. <laughs> manifesting and didn't even know it. You guys are already like powerful creators. You just inherently, that's who you are. So now you can like powerfully create what you do want. 
Anyway, so we establish what we want, but then a big mistake that people make, and so and what causes people to say manifesting doesn't work is they say what they want, and then they know what it feels like to want it, mm. but they don't know what it feels like to have it. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're like, I have my vision board, or I write every day that I have this type of marriage, this type of income, this type of house, this type of job, and it never happens. Well, we got to look at that undercurrent. When you look at the the vision board, the journal, these are just tools, Mm -hmm. but they don't, they're awesome if your undercurrent, how you feel is connected to the having of it. Otherwise, we are still just repelling it because we're in the want. When you're Mm -hmm. wanting something that suggests that it's not here and therefore you are lacking it. And so if you're in that lack energy, it goes back to what we said before. You're just attracting more of the same. So you've got to you've got to uh, like vibrationally level up and no one can see in the camera, but like shoulders back, (laughs) head up, like straighten your posture when you think about these things and tap into, like I even like hand on heart, hand on solar plexus, close my eyes and breathe into who would I be? What would I do if I had the relationship of my dreams? If I had the income of my dreams or if you have the house or the car that's on your vision board or the thing that you're journaling about. And when you turn inward, you've, you've got that, you've got the answers, like as, as cliche as that is like the answers (laughs) are truly within, but then it gives us this customized roadmap. But when you visualize, when you turn inward and whatever tools you use to enhance that, like the journaling or a vision board or whatnot, the goal of that is to help you feel the feelings of having it rather than the feelings of wanting it. Mm -hmm. And so it's subtle, but you will start to understand it. Oh, the undercurrent oh, I only know what it feels like to want it, not what it feels like to have it. Because if you're in the feeling of already having it, let's say you want, uh, I don't know, we, any of these are examples, what we've listed before, the car, the house, the job, the relationship. Like if you had that, how would you feel right now? You wouldn't feel like, oh, where's the money? Oh, where's the relationship? Because you have it. So you have to tap into that feeling now. And that's part of the silliness that I felt in my journaling, where I was writing about these things that were so opposite of my reality that people would call it delusional. <laughs> like People would be like, that's impossible. I thought it was impossible. And I had to consciously pivot into possibility and let go of that limitation. So that's like the that, that I think is that one of the biggest things that trips people up is not being able to tap into the feeling of having it and letting go of the wanting. So does that, does that answer what you were asking or do you want me to anywhere I need to elaborate? Yeah. Yeah. I think that answers a lot. Um, cause I think a lot of people get stuck in that wanting phase. Mm-hmm. I want a million dollars, right? I want a perfect husband. I want, you know, whatever it is rather than already being in, in that, being that person that has that. Right. And I'm like, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I've, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's the thing we, it, you're, you can understand manifestation and, and it's powerful to understand it because then you can troubleshoot yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, I'm in lack energy. Okay, what's my go-to to shift back into the having? I like to use examples <clears throat> of ways that we can relate. Excuse me, hang on, let me get some water. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> of, of ways that we can see, because 
people will be like, well, it's not here. Well, we create mm-hmm. first vibrationally. You make this decision vibrationally always in our life, whether it's something we would choose now or not, we are always creating based on the vibe we're showing up in. So the trick is how do I get into that receptive mode, that feeling of having it before it shows up? If people are like, well, I want a relationship, but I'm walking around and all I see is single, single, single. Yeah, that's going to be pretty tricky. We have to tap into the feelings that you would have if you had the thing you desire, because that's actually what we're after. People are like, I want a million dollars. And I say, okay, yeah, let's get a million dollars. You just want it in a briefcase on your desk. Like I want (laughs) for a day, like that'd be cool. But then it's like, what is the feeling that the money is going to provide Mm. you? Freedom, uh, opportunity, choices, security, stability adventure. Like what is it that you think you're going to feel when you have what you want? Think of a relationship. What do you want to feel? I want to feel loved and adored and, and content and moving forward. And, and uh, I mean, fill in the blank on all those. Like, no, if we take it a step further, like I want this thing. Oh, because I think uh, I'm going to feel better when I have it. It's like, what are those feelings? And I get to feel those now. Isn't it possible to tap into a feeling of opportunity, security, freedom? Isn't it possible to tap into feeling adored, love, enthusiasm? Like you can tap into any of those feelings. Like we could do an exercise where we close our eyes and I say, I want you to feel into freedom. I want you to feel into overflow. I want you to feel into abundance. And we can all do that. It's just a feeling. And so when we're manifesting, it's all about a feeling. And so the key is to dwell in that feeling while we're waiting for the thing to show up. You can dwell in the abundance while the million dollars is on its way. And the cool thing about it is it actually, it it speeds it up because then you're the same wavelength. But putting our feelings contingent upon circumstance is a brutal way to live. Been there, done that, Mm -hmm. plenty of years of my life hence the wake up call in London, where I will feel better when this thing happens. I will feel better when he or she does this or stops doing that. I will feel better when that's just give your power away over and over and over. So taking back your power is realizing I'm in charge of how I feel and I can feel what I want now. So the, the silly lighthearted example of this is think of Uber eats. Like I want some Thai food. Okay. I can have eager anticipation for the Thai food's coming my way. I can order it on an app and know that it's on its way. And what vibe am I in? Like, I'm going to be excited. I'm glad that Thai food's coming. I know I'm not like worried that it's not going to get here. Of course it's going to be here. And I'm glad there's a delay because if we had instant manifestations, how many times have I thought about a shark? How many times have I thought about a T-Rex? Like I would have a T-Rex in my house right now. And I don't want that. I mean, That'd be cool for a second. And (laughs) I wouldn't want that anymore, you know? So it's good that we have some delay so we can get that clarity. But think of Uber Eats. Okay, you can have this eager anticipation. You know that it's not here yet, but you're not worried that it's not on its way. So how are you operating? Same thing with an Amazon order. You you order that, you know it's going to be here in a few days. You're not stressed about it. You're not worried about it. And it's the times that we stress about it that then it has hiccups and there's a delay. deadline. Oh no, I'm going out of town. It has to arrive. Oh, the one time that there's a delay, of course it's now, right? Like that's all us creating with our vibration. So those are ways to tune into, am I feeling the feelings of having it? Am I aware? Am I aware of what I will feel or want to feel when I get the thing that I desire? Because if you just look at a million bucks, like that's just paper, 
Yeah. That doesn't do you any good. It's what is the feeling that I'm after? What am I going to create with that? That speeds up the manifestation. It enhances your vision and it allows you to dwell in a new state now. Mm-hmm. So much. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Let me tell you the, the imagery I've got when you said, do you want a million dollars in a briefcase on your desk? <laughs> <laughs> I automatically thought of deal or no deal, you know, and they would open up the suitcase or briefcases and show (laughs) you that. But yes. Okay. We're so on the same wavelength here because this is what I tell people about money. Like we're not after money to have like a room full of coins to swim like Scrooge McDuck. Right. Do you remember (laughs) DuckTales? That would be fun for a day. (laughs) Yeah. For a day. But I feel like it might get uncomfortable and like, okay, now I swam in my money and let's do something with it. But yeah, like you want this money, but why do you want this money? You know, what's the point? Like, it's not just to have paper. Like you said, it's just paper. So I love that. Um, the win condition, like a win condition. Cause I think you, when you said I'll be happy when, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, that's so relatable. <laughs> Cause I know I've been there. Like I'll be happy when I have my own business. I'll be happy when, you know, I'm married, I'll be happy when, but really all of those things, you won't be happy if you're not already happy. Mm-hmm. That's what I like have learned myself. Like you said, when you went to London, you were still you, like it was still you there. there. Was. It wasn't like, I'll be happy when I go to London and then get happy when you're in London. It's like, okay, this is, this is me. Mm-hmm. So love that. And love the ordering it from the universe. Like this is what came to my mind. Like when you're talking about Uber Eats, like we're just putting in an order. And when you put in an order, you expect it to come, right? You don't check on it. Yeah. You don't message your Uber Eats guy and be like, where's my food? And this is where we get to be in the trust state, like trusting Mm. that everything, like there's a few mantras to have dialed in and always modify it in whatever way feels great. So you're, you don't feel like you are lying to yourself, but Mm -hmm. things like everything's always working out for me. If you've got that belief dialed in, you can totally be in a trust state. If you are single and you want a relationship and it's not happening as quick as Uber Eats does, you're not worried because you're in a trust state and you are doing your job. You're doing your part. You're in the feelings. You're in that adoration. You're in that contentment. You're not depriving yourself of happiness, fulfillment, fun, adventure, um, loving yourself. Like you're not depriving yourself of any of that until like based on a condition, you're in the vibe of that now and trusting the divine timing. And the more we get to do that, it just unlocks this whole new level of experiencing life. It unlocks this whole new level of conscious creation because we're not giving ourselves all these conditions. We're not limiting. Like we look at limits sometimes as external circumstances. I I mean, that's how I've been talking about it a lot of times Mm -hmm. with my story, but also like we limit our own capacity to feel better when we, when we buy into, you know, the contracts, the, the wins like later on, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's cool to step in our power and realize, wait, I'm a powerful creator. Everything's always working out for me. Huh? That's cool. I don't have to wait on anybody. I don't have to wait for anything. I'm, I'm the authority here in my life about how I feel. And man, that's the good news. It's a good news, good news club. (laughs) Good news crew. I don't know. Oh, that would be better. That's the good news crew right here for (laughs) you. Love it. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. 
Now, I know we've talked about a few, but are there any other like common misconceptions about manifestation that you would like to clear up? Oh, yeah, there are a few. There are a lot. I mean, it's really if the word manifestation is the breaking point, like it's just creating. It's just mm. how you're designing your life. And, you know, when we look at because I, I, I know that it comes with some weight, the word manifestation. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should clear up this misconception. Sometimes it's, it suggests to people, there's a connotation with manifestation that it means sitting on your couch, eating bonbons, doing <laughs> and th- those millions or that briefcase with a million is just going to fall in your lap. And that's mm-hmm. not the case at all, at, at all, at all, because manifestation is understanding how to operate in alignment, which we've talked about just using different language on this time together with operating in your power. Um, dwelling in possibility, um, rewriting the limiting beliefs that you have, rewriting the story you've been telling yourself for years on end, like that is aligned living. And when we prioritize alignment, we are primed for max expansion. And that requires us to move. That requires us to, to be in this motion because my life didn't just create itself. I didn't just come home from London and everything magically changed. No, Mm -hmm. I I got to do the work. But when you're doing this aligned work, then it's intentional, it's effective, it's efficient, and it's fun. Whereas we're already doing work every day in our life. And sometimes it's this rapid, chaotic, frustrating type Mm -hmm. of action. And so it's shifting into that. So that's a big thing about manifestation. This doesn't just mean you're sitting back and visualizing and that's all you're doing. It means that you are taking ownership of your life and being a powerful co-creator with the universe. And so of course that's going to require you to move. So I think that's a, that's refreshing for people to hear Mm -hmm. because we want to, we have satisfaction in this creative process. There is satisfaction. Like, have you ever actually folded laundry after you've done a load and put it away? Like (laughs) that is satisfying, you know, (laughs) that's such a silly example, but like throughout your day, just take an inventory of all the things that you are doing and then take a look at, Oh, what if I understood alignment? What if I understood how to operate with my intuition? What if I understood how to use that to lean into creating what I actually want? What if I was able to live in the feelings of really wanting it? So that big misconception is letting go of the, the idea that it's sitting around doing nothing. It's, it's showing up powerfully for yourself and working with the universe to redesign your life. Mm, so good. This has all been so wonderful. And I know it's going to help some people out there. Now, will you share with everybody where they can find you, how they can work with you? And I know you have a podcast coming out and it's going to be out when, when this podcast comes out. So yes, yes. Come join me over the manifest your best life podcast. Spoiler in the title. That's what the podcast is about (laughs) manifesting your best life. So we'll talk all things manifestation. We'll go over misconceptions and talk about this in your life and in your business as well. Since I've been an entrepreneur for 10 plus years, of course, we're going to bring that component in. I'm also on Instagram. I'm Jessica.Javanovich on Instagram. I know it's a doozy of a last name, so check the show notes, but come (laughs) over there. You can DM me. You can see what um, programs I have over there. If you're ready to really go into the next level in your life, in your business by consciously creating a life that you've only ever dreamt of before. Let's, let's turn it into your reality. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. I've so appreciated it. Love talking to you every time. 
Oh, really? My pleasure. It was such a treat. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at wildly underscore worthy. You can tag me in your stories or send me a DM. Also, I'd love it if you could leave us a rate or review and subscribe if you're not already doing so. Can't wait to see you next time. Bye.